Welcome to the 865 Elite Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Saha. In today's episode, we have head men's basketball coach from App State, Dustin Kearns. This is a great episode to really dig into the recruiting process. Hey, coach, how are you? I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you? I'm great. How uh, How's preseason going so far for you? You know, things are good. Uh, we went to the Bahamas. We did on a summer tour. And so with six new guys, we're able to kind of, you know, get ahead from a from a practice standpoint, from a from an identity standpoint. And so we were able to go out there and play two games, get 10 practices. And so preseason's off to a good start. How important was that trip for you having those six new players in terms of like installing your offense, but more importantly, your culture? Just extremely critical. Uh and and like you said, from the offense, from the defense, from the culture and things like that. And I think just learning each other, you know, our new players learning our own current players, returners, and our, our, our you know, it's kind of that triangle of trust. Uh, coaches learning the new players, new players learning the coaches, and so the uh, new players learning the, the old players. And so I think that there was a lot of positives from it, uh, just great time well spent and, and, you know, great memories, and and so we'll uh, we'll just keep plugging away from there. Going through the recruiting process, like how important is it that you get guys that you know will be a good fit in your locker room? It's the most critical piece. I mean, I think it, for us, it's it's not getting the the talented player; it's getting the right talent. And and when I say the right talent, it's is what fits us. We're not going to become somebody else; they're going to become us and things that we value and our core values. And, and so getting the right talent, it means the right person is, is extremely critical uh, over just the most talent. When you're going out and uh, recruiting, what are specific things that you're looking for to fit your culture? Yeah, I think guys that are, 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 are hungry and humble. And what I mean by that is guys that really want to get in the gym and work and want to improve. And if they're, if they've got a humble attitude, then they really want to be coached. They want to get better. They want to be held to a high standard. And those are the kind of people that work like we, everybody, college basketball is hard. And, and, and it's, it's, it's hard to, as a freshman come in and just, I don't want to say it's very few, but, it's it's sort of rare for a, a, a freshman to come in and just uh, lead the team in scoring, all that stuff. So it's it's an adjustment, and having the the type of personality and the type of attitude and the approach that you understand it's going to be an adjustment, and you're going to allow the coaches to help you with the adjustment. You know, a lot of kids don't realize that when they're 16 and 17 years old, that in a couple of years they're going to be playing against 22 and 23 year olds. Yeah. And so that that's just a big gap. And so they're 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 having that hungry, humble attitude that allows you to have the coaches help you instead of just feeling like you already know the answers and man, I already do things right. Like and and you know, kind of bloom where you're planted. And I and I think those are the kids that really have the easiest adjustment when they just really surrender themselves to the coaching and the team and the culture, like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm here to gravitate towards you guys instead of, Hey, hold up. Well, I'm, I'm a really good player. You're going to gravitate towards me. Th th those things just 
don't work out as well and take some time. How do you go about that in the recruiting process to make sure that they are hungry and humble? We, we try to really ask some questions and I think that sometimes when you, when you ask people questions, they can, they can reveal their priorities. They can reveal their uh, intentions. And I don't want to use the phrase telling themselves, but like it can, you can learn a lot by just asking questions and like what's important to them. And, and then we also, also clearly explain of what we're about, you know, that's, it's not for everyone and there's no perfect program and, and, and there's no perfect player. There's no perfect coach. But as, as we're going through it, we have real conversations versus recruit talk. So you're going to have recruit talk or real talk. Of course, we got some real recruit talk because we're trying to recruit them and show what we have facility wise and program wise and success. And here's what new player development wise. But there's also some real talk. Here's how hard it's going to be. Here's what it's going to be like when it's not peaches and ice cream every day because it's college basketball and it's competitive and you're going to have to compete and you're going to have to earn it because if a coach is promising something, the parent or recruit should really hang up on the phone and scratch that school. Yeah. you're going to graduate then that means they promised 13 kids something different and there's literally just no way they can live up to that that's all just recruit talk and so we're different in the sense we're going to recruit but we're also going to talk real and because in the, the end of the day when kids get there the recruit talks over like it's it's time to get to work yeah and if it's going to really, really work, there's got to be a high level of expectation on both parties of really what everybody's about. And it's okay. Sometimes it's not for everybody. Just like the Miami Heat. Miami Heat's not for everybody. But the Miami Heat clearly explains what they're about. You're going to come in here. You're going to get your body fat tested every single day. You're going to this or this. Or. And you know what? Some guys don't want to do that. Yeah. Some guys do. And, and I just think that clearly un, uh, explaining and, and having some real talk is healthy. I really respect how you guys don't go out and offer everyone. Like when in the process, when you're recruiting someone, do you get that feeling of, okay, like we want this kid to be a part of our program? Yeah, Ryan, I think that, everybody's different and everybody's approach is different. And, and, and I don't want to say our approach is, is right or wrong. And, and, but, but we just got to be who we are. And so when we offer somebody, it comes from me, the head coach and I FaceTime kids so they can see me as the head coach and they can see me communicating that they have a full scholarship offer, but it's something we take seriously. Talent is part of the equation. And there's really five things that we really feel like we got to check a box to fulfill that offer. And through that is conversations through opposing high school coaches, through conversations with a lot of people to make sure that 
this is this is someone that we want to move forward with. And every recruit is different. And so every approach is, you know, somewhat different in the sense of when to offer, when not to offer. But the five boxes that we really got to check before we offer someone is uh, coachability. I talked about that earlier. Do they want to be coached? Being coached is not being attacked. It's just hell of a high standard. Accountability is not attacking. And do they want to improve? Do they Are they into the player development? Do they want to get better? That's a big box for us. Second box is, do they understand they're part of a team? Basketball is a team game. And they chose to play basketball. I didn't choose for them to play basketball. If they didn't want to play a team game, they should have played And so they chose a team sport. So they've got to understand what being a teammate means. And that's a big thing that we look for. Or when we're out watching, we're not watching as much as, oh, they got 12 points. It's when their teammates subbed out, are they standing up and clapping? Are they excited for their teammate when they – when their teammate takes a charge, are they going in to help them up off the floor? Because those are the things that are real hard to teach. But if you're about it, you're about it. The third box is, yes, talent. We've got to – their talent is part of the equation. Once again, it's the right talent. But we have to know our league. We have to know our level. And we have to know, like, there's certain kind of – requirements, not options, to be able to compete and play at this level. Is development part of it? Absolutely. So can we develop you to be part of this level? Yes, and we're all about player development. Uh, you know, the fourth thing that we got to check is character. You win with character, not characters. And yes, absolutely. We've never not gone through their we have eliminated people because of their social media, 100%. They are really, really good players. Uh, we did not, during our evaluation, um, and sometimes it's the amount of tweets. It doesn't have to necessarily be about what they're tweeting, but if a young man has got 45,000 tweets, then we've literally done the math sometimes and be like, hold up, this kid is literally tweeting eight hours and eight times a day. On average, he's tweeting eight times a day. Like, is he in the gym? Like, what? Wh how much is he on Twitter? Like, social media, for say. But they're, 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 those things are things that, for us, we really, really value. And then the last piece that we've got to check is uh, competitive. And it's not just competing on the – it's competing with yourself. Are you competing in the classroom to be the best you can be? Sometimes academics are hard for – you know, once again, everybody's different. And that's okay. But as we talk to your teachers, as we talk to your counselors, like, are you giving your best? That means you're competing with yourself. Yeah. You're holding yourself to a high standard. And so it's not just, quote, competing at five on five on a Friday night. It's, you know, are you really competing in all facets of your life? Are you taking care of your body? Are you eating right? Like, are you trying to get yourself to a level? And so that, yes, can be developed and coached. But for us, we have to have all five boxes. You might be competitive, but if you're low character, 
It ain't going to work. You might be really talented, a really good person, and a great teammate and competitive, but you know what? You don't really want to be coached. You're not really hungry and humble. It's not going to work. Five boxes we got to check to extend an offer. Some of it is a speed process. Some of it is a, a, a speed dating. Some of it is, uh, once again, depending on timing, things like that. But that's our process. And then also, when we do offer someone, once again, it comes from me as a FaceTime, and we mean it. And therefore, if that kid committed, we're excited. We yeah. just don't use offers as recruitment. You hit on a few good things when you talked about opposing high school coaches, you know, teachers and guidance counselors. I don't think people realize how much goes into the recruiting process and really digging into the kid like that stuff you just mentioned. Well, let's let's think about it. So when the NFL draft, the NBA draft goes through, right? I remember talking to a guy with the Pelicans, and he said they called Zion Williamson's fifth grade teachers. But if you really think about it, they had the number one pick. They were investing potentially a, at some point, maybe a billion, it's a billion dollar decision. It's definitely a hundred, hundreds of million dollar decision right away. But it, in, in the future, it could have been a quote billion dollar decision. Yeah. And so the NBA is doing it too. The NFL is doing it too. Major league baseball, like it, it's, and so if you just trickle down, the process is not any different. We're investing $150,000 in free education and, 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 and our livelihood. We're going to go through the same. People are going to tell us answers that they have no dog in the race. And, and so call it an opposing coach, which we always do and say, Hey, listen, you coached against this kid. What's he like? What's your impression of him like? And it it really helps us sometimes get some of the questions that we need, or it just causes further evaluation. Yeah. It, it, it may it may not quote help us make a decision, but it helps us. It can steer us in a direction. Hey, listen, I think you need to make a couple more calls about that kid. Or listen, hey, listen, that kid's really good. He's competitive. He's a nice young man. I talked to him after the game. It can just help validate or cause us to get some new information. You're 100% right. I remember being at Tennessee when Tobias Harris was there. And I remember the a bunch of the teams were calling the local bars to see how many times, if any, they've seen Tobias. And, you know, they would call janitors at Thompson Bowling Arena to really find out, you know, does he speak to you? Does he really, you know, what type of person he is? And you're right, it's trickling down because it's your livelihood. That's how you provide for your family. So you're going to make sure that you get the right fit for your program. A hundred percent. And to along your line, to long to, to along your uh, point, Ryan, is um there's a lot of good players out there. Everybody thinks like their kid or this guy, or it'll get caught up in the comparison game. Like no one is a secret anymore. No one. And we can watch film on it, it, it really at our fingertips instantly. If we get a call about a kid or an email about a kid, there's always video attached. Or 
in the world. I could go watch a kid in, in Germany right now, just clicking on a link. And so no one's a secret. Uh, everybody's got ways to quote, be seen. And I think that some people's like, golly, like what's wrong with this player, this player. And there's just a lot of good players out there. Yeah. And all over the world. And there's the uh, junior college prep school, um, high school, European, uh, transfer. Like it, there's a lot of different avenues to build a roster. And so as you're going through the process, if there are some things that we don't like as coaches, it's, 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 it's easy to move on because once again, there's a lot of good players. And, and, and once again, like the, it's finding the right player that's fit. How many times have we seen? Well, I think our place is a perfect example from this past weekend in our football team beating number six, Texas A&M on the road, who had, I don't know how many, quote, five stars, and we don't have any. Like, there's good players out there. You just got to find what fits you and fits our place. And But I also think that kids and parents need to understand that they're always interviewing And – they may do something their freshman or sophomore year. And it doesn't mean that they have to be perfect. Okay. I want to make that clear. It doesn't mean that they have to be perfect. Sometimes change is good. And sometimes there's, there's two sides to every story, but everybody they're going to come in contact with at some point could be interviewed. Yeah. And I just think that, There's a lot of good players out there. <laughs> yeah. When when you look at other programs, you know, you've been around coaching for a long time and you've had some good mentors. Like, what are some of the key things off the court of the great players you've been around or the great coaches? Uh, yeah, I'll start with players. Uh, things that this would make them special off the court is one, like, there is a character piece. Like they're just all the things you talked about, like they just quote about the right stuff. And um, they're going to say hello to the jet, like not because they think, Oh, I'm going to say hello to the Jenner because I think the, the, the Brooklyn Nets are going to call and ask me that one day. It's because it's just the right thing to do. Like there's a level of appreciation. And then I think that all the great players that I've coached, they're they're just at the end of the day like they everybody's got these certain qualities and attributes all those people all those players were just self-motivated coaches didn't have to start their engines and they were obsessed with getting better they were obsessed with the game of basketball they were in the gym on their own uh, not because they wanted to post something it's because they truly truly wanted to get better and they truly truly just loved the game there's like a true, true passion. There's an obsession with basketball. And they edit their life without editing their life. And what I mean by that is like basketball is more important than video games. Basketball is more important than other things. And so their life was already edited versus, man, and, and there's nothing wrong with playing video games and things like that but like that wasn't their priority yeah that didn't take up their time 
you know, Fletcher McGee, we had at Wofford. And I remember walking in the gym one day and the lights were off and he's working on, I hear the ball bounce. I couldn't even see who it was. I'm like, who? who? And it was Fletch down there in the, in the gym with the lights off. I actually got a video of it because I just had never seen this before. And I was like, Hey man, you may turn the lights on. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm, I'm working on my ball handling with the lights off to just help with the feel of the basketball. Wow. And so like, but there was no one else in the gym. And once again, just that self-motivation, like you didn't have to have somebody say, Hey man, you, you're going to go in the gym today. And guess what? There was no posting. Those players don't scare me. Uh, like, like if you've got a post every time you go in the gym, Hey, just had a good workout. You got 500 shots. Then you went to the gym for the wrong reason. And, and those players don't scare me. And those players really are not, they're kind of frauds. Yeah. And those are the ones that really don't make it. And, and um, yeah. And so those are some things from players that just really stand out from those just great players is man, just self-motivated, passionate guys that really basketball was a true priority for them. It's hard too because I've seen a lot of people get advice from, you know, adults that are in this grassroots basketball arena. And they tell these parents or kids that you need to post every time you're in the gym and then tag every college coach in America. And they don't really like, no one wants to see that. No one like no college coach has time for that. Just get in the gym, you know, don't talk about it, be about it. Absolutely. Ryan. And, 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 um, that's a turnoff for me as a college coach. I'm not saying it's a turnoff for every college coach, but that's a, that's a turnoff for me. I, I don't, I didn't post this morning that I'm in the office working. You know, hey, right. I'm, in the, I'm in the office today. Yeah. Um, and so like, or I'm on the road recruit, like once again, that would be for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, and so part of our recruiting process, trying to find people that are passionate and hungry and humble for, for the, for the right reasons. And I'll say this, is that the normal thing to do? What you're saying, possibly, maybe I got to post something. I got to do this. Or that other. Probably guess what us college coaches, we don't want normal. We don't want normal. We're not looking for normal. Yeah. We're looking for great. Yeah. And the great ones don't. Uh, we're we're looking for what 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 does greatness come from? Like we're looking for great players. We're looking for different players. And so that side of stuff is quote maybe normal. Well, that's not really what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you guys have the motto of take the stairs. Like tell me a little bit about that and the culture that you've built at App State. Yeah. I, we when I went to Presbyterian, we we started that. I just think any good organization's got some sort of team mantra, things like that. And so that certainly kind of fit my personality because I didn't ride an elevator in coaching. You know, I'm knowing you a long time, and you're a guy that's about the right stuff. You're a guy that's high character, and you know, I remember you even sending my 
child a, a gift when she was born and and, uh, and a stuffed animal and so my, my point is like you did that because it was the the you, you 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 were just happy for me and my wife that we had a child so once again you're about the right stuff you, you and and so take the stairs 95 it's a fact 95 percent of the people in the world if they've got a choice between taking the stairs or riding an elevator they're going to ride an elevator 95 percent uh instead of maybe going out and getting a job and really working and blue collar and rolling up the sleeves people just go play the lottery i'm not saying there's anything wrong with playing the lottery but like okay i'll maybe i want to get in better shape they're not looking to go work out they're looking to take some pill or some supplement what do I mean by all that is most of the people want it easy. Most of the people are looking for easy. And there's nothing easy about winning in college basketball. Everybody's got scholarships. Everybody's got nice facilities. Everybody's There's nothing easy about it. And so what it is is we're going to, quote, take the stairs mentality. We're going to roll our sleeves up and we're going to put the work in the old-fashioned way. And we're going to, quote, be about the right stuff for the right reasons. Uh, and that's one of the reasons you and I have been friends for a long time is you're about the right stuff for the right reasons. But, like, really, really being about it. I think that, you know, everybody talks about this. You, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it sometime, the secret to success. There's no secrets. No. Everybody knows what it takes to be successful. The, prop, the, the hardest part is doing it. And so, but everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. The hardest part is maybe during the recruiting process, not getting caught up in the comparison game. Not posting when you go to the gym and work out. But my point is like, we don't want it easy. We got to take the stairs mentality. Um, we want to be different. Well, it's funny. You talk about that because there is no secret like NFL football started this past weekend and there's a reason why let's say there's a hundred guys on the field and 50,000 in the stands, you know, because those a hundred guys on the field and the coaches, they wanted to be excellent and they were doing other things while everyone else out in the stands weren't. I mean, obviously there's talent that goes into that, but the work ethic it takes to, you know, be down in the field instead of a fan is the secret sauce. It's just rolling up your sleeves and working. No doubt. No doubt. Once again, no real secrets. The hardest part is doing it. You know, I, I, do, I do an exercise with our team every year. It's what a loser acts like, what a loser talks like, what a loser practices like. And, and I go, I just say, Hey, you guys give me the answers. I and like we write it up on the board. We write it up on the board. And guess what? They know. They know the answers. Yeah. Lazy, makes excuses um, about themselves. Like, once again, it's not my answers. Hey, you get what is a, what, hey guys, what does a loser act like? What does a loser talk like? And then I turn around and say, guess what? You know. You should walk in there every day and be like, you know what? That's not me. That's not who we are. But they know the answers. And before we expect to win, we've got to really understand what loses. Yeah. So, but like, once again, everybody knows 
It's just, can they do it? Can they not act the way a loser acts? Can they not talk the way a loser talks? I don't know, right? But like, once again, we're trying to educate our guys, you know, what it really, really looks like. Yeah. And to go back to your point, you don't want normal at the college level, you know? And that's this is not a normal thing, you know, and you know that you coach college basketball. Um, this is not normal. So you can't, we can't want normal or strive to be normal. It's not normal. The, the, it, it, there's only so many division one college basketball players. And so, uh, this is not a quote normal thing to do. And so, uh, we can't expect to, to act that normal or be normal. Yeah. Well, coach, I appreciate the time. I know you got to get into your staff meeting. Well, it's always good catching up with you. Uh, much, much respect for you as a coach always, but also just who you are as a person. And and so it's it's a it's thrilled to be on here and and talking about some things. And and uh, once again, wishing you all the best. I'm not gonna do anything. You're someone that when you send me a player, I respect that and I follow up. As you and so uh, our staff has a lot of respect for you and what you're about and. And we certainly appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Uh, thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Go Mountaineers, take the stairs. <laughs>